I'm Zach. I'm Roy, and this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, it's been a while since I asked you for advice. Oh. Can I ask you for some advice? I think you can. can. Roy, I've been real stressed out at work lately. Uh, could you recommend any relaxation exercises or maybe meditation techniques or maybe somewhere that I could go or something I could do to help me relieve this stress? Mm, you probably just need to fire all of your employees. You think? You think mm -hmm. that's the right yeah. answer? Um, take all of your money out of the bank, buy a jumbo jet. I don't, think I, then, can, I don't think I can afford a jumbo jet. Really? Do you okay. just mean a ticket on a jumbo jet? I can probably afford one of those. No, I meant the whole jet. But okay, so uh, plan B is get yourself a hot air balloon. Okay, that I could probably do. I, I don't know if that's true or not. Because it, they don't go that high, right? So you, would, you would, wouldn't be afraid. Well, I mean, I could just, I figure I could just ride it along at street level, right? I mean, it's, sure. you're still yeah. in the air. Well, you have to be higher than telephone poles. What? No. You do. You do. Unless you just get a personal hot air balloon. Ah, oh, that'd be sweet. I think those are just uh, eight feet tall. That'd be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Just a backpack that's also a mm -hmm. giant torch. <laughs> and then you could go to a new uh, land. and uh, Like a totally new land? Like an undiscovered land? Yes. Ooh, where there would be dinosaurs and sexy jungle women? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and maybe a, a Chaka guy. A Chaka kid. Okay. I don't think I want one of those. That you don't kid want was, a Chaka? No, that kid was super annoying. Yeah, but he knew where all the good grubs were. Okay. I mean, I guess maybe he saved the day every once in a while. But, yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, I could yeah. do without it. Chaka through I, the look, bone. All I want to do is make an alarm clock that causes a bunch of bamboo logs to roll down and make a, a noise. Oh, that's easy. That's easy to do. First, you get yourself a bamboo. And then... You get yourself some coconuts and uh, some type of battery. Um, a battery, battery powered that's powered clock. by. Well, I was going to say that's powered powered by pineapple. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I saw one of those on uh, the maybe the Hammaker Schlemmer uh, catalog or Sky Mall. Or, really? Uh, uh, pineapple think, think, powered think, battery? Yeah, pineapple. <laughs> yeah, it's huh, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, so so um, I know what you can do is you can get a thing uh, to core out the inside of a pineapple. I know. You showed me. I forgot to take it home with me like you knew that I would. Yes. Um, but yeah, you, you gave me, just to prove me wrong, you gave me the gift of a hollowed out pineapple. You know, I wouldn't say that was to prove you wrong. It was to share this great knowledge that mm. uh, next time we have a pineapple cocktail, we can hollow out a whole pineapple. That's going to be with great. Ease. Do you think that we could take one pineapple cut it down the middle, hollow it out both ways, and one of us would just not ever be able to put it down. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I okay, because I tend to just kind of hang on to my drink and guzzle it until it's gone. In space, everybody and then can just, drink. And then just eat the cup. Uh, I would suggest that you take some time for yourself and maybe go out on a date or two. With myself? Yeah, with yourself. Okay. Make some Zach time. Okay. Maybe just go to the movies. Mm -hmm. See whatever I want to see. Go see Prometheus. Okay. I cut a hole in the bottom of the popcorn. Mm -hmm. Is that another thing we talk For about yourself? a lot? yourself? I think, I think it is. Roy's been listening to old episodes of Advice Hot Dog, and he, he uh, said to me, you know, we talk about the same things a lot. We talk about uh, Dune. Mm -hmm. uh, Bjork. We talk about Bjork. And pee and poo. And pee and poo. I mean, I think that's only natural, given that those are probably the, those are probably four out of the six top things that I think about. 
That's true. Yeah. Video yeah. games. But video you know, games. But I you have, have a whole other yeah, podcast. Yeah, I have a whole other podcast. And I, there's also Beer Hot Dog, <laughs> which should take some <laughs> of that pressure off. Yeah, that's true. Uh, beer. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not how you say it. It is. She says uh, it's pronounced like jerk. Oh. Jerk. Okay. Not Bjork. Yeah, like but dork. she pronounces jerk jork. <laughs> it could be. I don't know. I saw it in print. Yeah, so, I, know, so I don't know. I saw it in Spin that. magazine. <clears throat> it's pronounced to rhyme with uh, jork. J with an O with an umlaut. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do you think was that, that the advice you wanted? Do you think that when uh, when uh, Bjork isn't wearing long pants, she wears Bjorts? It could do you think be. she calls them that? They're like Bjork shorts. Mm-hmm. Somebody says, "Say, what do you call those?" She says, "Bjorts," because they're like Bjork shorts, right? And do you think she went, "Oh, excuse me, I just bjarted in my Bjorts"? Yeah, I just bjat my Bjorts. Uh, you gonna get a baby Bjorn? I think so. Mm-hmm. They they look cool, so I could uh, do stuff, and while the baby is looking at me, do they look cool? I do. No, I I should say the. The person who wears one does not look cool. They look like a cool item for uh, okay. a, a new parent. Does anybody... D- d- are, d- like, you pretty much just stop being cool at all or care. I mean, not that not that we care about being cool, right? But you, you, you're, it's pretty much over when you have a kid, right? Pro- probably. I mean, I, I feel that happened for me a while ago. We did a thing uh, that, like, a cool person would do uh, on uh, last Thursday... We uh we went out to see. Well, yeah, we went out to see a young show. Yeah, a, a young person's band show uh-huh. <laughs> um, is what they called that. Uh, your your cousin, uh, no, advice, my nephew, your nephew, advice hot dog listener. I mm-hmm. mean, a nephew is a Eric? kind of cousin. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's cousin to his cousins. Yeah. Um, so we went out to see his band, which was pretty good. Uh, a, a bit jammy, uh, but, you know, if you're into a jam band. Uh, yeah, did some covers of some songs that I recognized but didn't know who they were. It was a Tom Petty song. There was right? a Tom Petty song, yeah. 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 That one about getting to the point and rolling another... Uh-huh. I don't think it was that one. <laughs> because this is censored. Um but they played under two different names, one of them which was the, the Homemade Jam yeah. or the Latter-day Taints. I like the Latter-day Taints. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but seeing how his uh, mother is Mormon, he mm-hmm. can never have her come out to a well, show. Well, he could go to a more generic uh, Our Father Who Shart in Heaven. Uh-huh. So um, this is what I would like to do is I would like to invite all of our listeners to send in their suggestions for a good band name. Right, because, and so uh, they want to they want to one. jam and not be Mormon anymore. Mm-hmm. That seems to be. Are the they theme all Mormon? Of the band. I don't know. No, I, I just assumed so. that based on the name, the Latter Day Taints. I'm sure that it but... wasn't a coincidence. You know what struck me about that bar? We walked what? in, and I I I realized after I said this, this is the kind of thing that an old man would say. I said, Roy, I really would have liked this place when I was younger. Yeah, that's how I felt um, when I walked in there. <laughs> yeah, because I uh, I didn't so much like it. Then maybe I did. I don't know. Did I like that place? I'd never been in there before. The, well, had we sure. been in there? No, I don't think so. But I mean, did I enjoy myself? I enjoyed myself, right? We we mostly got drunk and talked to each other. Sure, which is what we would have done when we were younger. Sure. The I mean, the waitress was cute and attentive, and sure. that was good. Yeah. Uh, and there, it was filled with attractive young people. Uh, here's the thing. 
just porn playing on the televisions. Yeah, that's a new thing, and right? No one, that that wouldn't no have been playing when we were. Seemed to care. Yeah, I mean, what like when when we were that age, the bar that we went to had a lot of you know like skateboard videos playing, and I mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm trying to think like what would have horrified our parents about what we saw. No, well, not even that. What would have horrified people ten years older than us about the places that we went? Uh, you know, there were always those videos mm. like those sort of proto jackass videos where sure. Bam Margera's fat uncle would just puke on things. Sure, that that was a bit gross. That probably right? grossed people out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it grossed me out too. But yeah, this this bar. I mean, it seemed like it was like some sort of television network that was just alternating between different things. Some of which were just guys drinking until they threw up, but a lot of which were just you know like naked college girls licking each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, um, it was like girls gone wild. Sex, right? Actual. I don't know. There were some boobs in mouth. Oh, okay. That happened. Ma- mouth boob mm-hmm. sex. I think that's ca- that's called giving someone a boob job. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I've never been around any called. girls as they were going wild. Uh, you know what I did here uh, when I was at the car dealership? I realized that only old people have my kind of car. Um, and so whenever I go into the dealership and sit in the waiting room, it's me and like, you know, 10 old people. And mm-hmm. one of them was this old lady. And, and I overheard her saying to someone, I really went wild last night and I mixed honey nut Cheerios with multigrain Cheerios. Wow. Yeah. So it was like a, huh. it was like an interracial gangbang from that mm-hmm. woman's perspective. Well, <clears throat> she probably <clears throat> failed to mention that she also had her top off. <laughs> it's probably true. And was sitting outside. <laughs> She, and then she used her own milk, which uh, huh. she had been pumping ever since that, her yeah, last child was born time. in 1960. <laughs> uh, yeah, just porn. on, And nobody cared. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like when we were 25... Women that we knew that were 25 would have been really pissed off. Would have been really pissed off about Mm -hmm. that. They would have found that extremely objectionable. And uh, I asked a younger woman who was there, and her reaction was that it didn't really matter, or she didn't really notice it. Huh. I always have problems with uh, TVs in bars because I don't like TVs in bars. I don't either. And, and you can't stop looking at them. Like your eyes are naturally drawn towards whatever the motion is. And then when the motion is two girls licking each other's tits, you definitely can't your look eyes, away. Yeah, you keep looking at it. And then you like, I feel like a fucking creep. A, because I feel like a creep because I'm too old for this bar, right. obviously. And B, because I'm just watching porn at a bar. But you're only 10 years older than the average bar goer that's true i guess 12 13 of that bar of that bar that was very that was a very young it was a young person's bar. yeah it was it was pretty pretty young on that night right oh sure Thir- maybe thursday maybe, night yeah maybe we need to start going there at like nine in the morning and uh yeah that's then when... then you find the old people yeah and then those people then you can go there and they you get can on share in the discomfort of of uh, watching porn mm-hmm. in public. Yeah, then it's okay. I did notice something that I thought was kind of cool is they had a f- um, like a walk-in phone booth in there, mm-hmm. which didn't have a phone in it. But my guess is that if it's really loud in that bar, you can just walk into that phone booth, pull out your cell phone, and call someone. Oh, I thought you were going to say walk into that bar with two of the girls attending the bar and then just have a threesome with them right there in the oh, middle in of the, the phone bar. booth. Yeah, I guess I guess you could do that too. I mean, I just don't know the rules anymore, Roy. No, I don't know how any of this works. There are no rules anymore. That's great. Is it? Yeah, 
Yeah, I think it is. No, no. I mean, we were we were sitting there at that bar and commenting about how the porn was playing on the TV and it didn't matter anymore. And I think I turned to you and I said, they've made uh, sex irrelevant. It's neutral. It's like a sandwich. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yeah, like you're the you're the meat and the bread is two hot girls. But they're on TV. It's a sandwich. They're not on me. Well, I know, but if it doesn't matter, I mean, that's the thing. If this is not a thing, all right, girls, if what you're seeing on the screen doesn't bother you, why not just uh, do it right here? Then they Mm -hmm. just will, because it's like eating a sandwich. It's like if you said, if you walked up to a girl at a bar and was like, hey, eat a sandwich, she'd be like, okay. Yeah, but not every girl is hungry. (laughs) What else have you been up to, Roy? Um, Well, that was the the highlight of my week. (laughs) Really, it was watching that guy throw up. Uh, There was a guy... I saw a guy um, open a beer by uh, biting off the entire top of the beer can and then just drinking drinking the beer out of the jagged, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. jagged hole. That yeah. was pretty good. Uh, last night I watched a movie with, with my wife called Babies. Okay. Was it like a thing that where... Oh, is that the one where they show the babies in different parts of the world and mm-hmm. it turns out you're just supposed to abandon your child in Africa because mm-hmm. that's what will make it the calmest? It turns out you're you're dead. <laughs> The whole time. Um, No, actually, the coolest one. So there are four babies. One was in Namibia. Uh, One was in Mongolia. The other one was in San Francisco and Tokyo. Okay. And it seemed to me that the baby in Mongolia had the coolest life. Okay. Because it was this weird combination of living out in the middle of nowhere. And it kind of looked like Colorado or Montana. you know, and they lived in yurts, which I know you don't believe in, but they do exist. I don't believe in yurts. Yeah, last episode, you said you, you don't believe I know, in yurts. But I just said it again now. Oh, okay. But I just said it slow and weird, so it sounded like I was saying something else. It did sound like you were saying something else. Um, but they also had technology. But are, you was, consi- are you counting a yurt as technology? No, but they had computers and motorcycles and stuff. Wow. Strollers. What did they plug their computer into? I, I think a yak butter. <laughs> it was really beautiful. And, and that baby was really, really funny. So it was its older brother that um, there were at least two scenes where you saw it trying to uh, walk the cat with a collar. But, you know, cats don't like that. So he was just dragging it along the ground. Okay. Which I think is always really funny. And he was trying to find porn on the computer, but since it was only plugged into yak butter, he couldn't get any porn? <laughs> exactly. Okay. It's a good parental control. Um, it, w- it was neat because there were no words in it. I mean, there were words that you could hear people saying, but uh, for the most part, you know, there weren't any subtitles. So if you didn't know any of the languages, then you wouldn't have known what they were saying. But it was about the babies and... Um, it was really in. I, I can't describe it well because the I don't see. Movies. Is it on that? Is it on Netflix streaming? Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be. I don't know. We saw it on disc. I should watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's cool. Okay, so here's a question: When when Dick Baby Four Thousand is born, if it's a boy, mm-hmm. I forget. I've probably asked you this before. What age are you going to let him get to before you start buying him porn? What age? Mm-hmm. Um, mm, I think maybe never. Okay. Because I think never is is the right time to buy your child pornography. Okay, cool. Good. Good answer. Good okay. answer. I was just testing you. Thanks. Uh, what else you got? 
You had a list of things you wanted to talk about, right? Oh, sure. I, I also went and saw Men in Black 3. Ooh, how was that? Uh, it was good. It was. I, I hope it's the end, right? It was a good uh, bookend to, to the series. Uh, it was better than number two. I don't think I ever saw number two. Really? Yeah. It had Rosario Dawson in it and uh, Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, I don't think I saw it. Okay. Well, um, you know, I like Johnny a- Knoxville, but he's no Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, that's true. Or Vince Vaughn. That's true. He's also no Vince Vaughn. He's a lot um, more like a he's more of a Vince Vaughn than a Vincent D'Onofrio. Mm, yes, he doesn't have the subtlety of D'Onofrio. Sure, or the girth. Yeah, that too. Um, I well, that isn't. I don't really want to talk talk about the movie. I mean, it, it's it's interesting. Uh, Josh Brolin is a really believable and amazing um, young Harvey Keitel. No, it's not Keitel. It's Tommy Lee <laughs> oh, Jones. That's pretty good. Uh, um, but before it, they had a commercial for the new zone in Disneyland called Cars Trademark Land. Hmm. I, I find this troubling. Feel, I, it upsets me. Explore your feelings. Release I, your anger. Roy. Why, why do they need to uh, stick to cars because it's a brand? Why can't they just say car land? Why does it have to be cars land? It's well, not like it's cars apostrophe land. It's cars land. Cars TM. Land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I wrong in this? I don't know. I, let me ask you. Am I wrong in this? I kind of feel like any any point at which you see the trademark symbol uh, on a logo is a just like a sort of comically abhorrent adulteration of anything that the person who made that thing was trying to accomplish Hmm. uh, that it's just it's a joke the trademark symbol is a joke to Hmm. me because it's unnecessary Uh, no I understand why it's there Mm -hmm. you know I understand that the way that trademark laws work you have to defend your trademark or you will lose it and I think that that is crazy and I think that so many things are just made into bullshit by the inclusion of a little TM uh, that, I don't know, I just don't care about anything anymore. Hmm. Do you kind of just discount it if, if you see that? Uh, no, I just sort of shake my head when I see it. I mean, okay. I you know, the one thing that I don't like about Disneyland is all of the the the, the sort of like corporate sponsorship branding stuff. You know, I don't want to go to the... Even if it's their own brand. Uh, no, when it's... Well, yeah, sure. I mean... Because Cars is their own brand. Car, yeah. Why then? Yeah. yeah. That's... I mean, I guess the Toontown section of Disneyland is sort of like that. But Disney's internal branding doesn't feel that much like branding to me because Disney is just such a cultural force. Mm-hmm. And they're one that I like. I mean, I like Disney. Sure. Right, and I like Pixar, mm-hmm. and but I I object to Cars Land. I think in the same way that you do. First of all, because I think that Cars is the weakest Pixar film, but not the it's the strongest uh, merchandising film because kids kids love bullshit. Well, I, I I guess I mean it it they're the toys that sell the most. Yeah, they're pretty cool toys. Uh, are they? They are. I mean, I feel like if I wanted a toy truck, I would want one without a fucking face on it. Oh, really? Um, one thing that does bother me is I recently tried to buy a toy uh, vehicle <clears throat> anything for my nephew. 
and almost everything, including all the John Deere tractors and Tonka stuff, all of them made noise. Huh. Like they had a battery mm-hmm. powered noise yeah. maker thing. If I them? wanted something that didn't make noise, I I had to get a matchbox car. Or, uh, what's the other one? Hot Wheels. Okay. But you couldn't get a large scale thing uh-uh. that didn't make noise. Not really. No. Huh. You could probably get one at an antique store or a garage sale. Maybe. You could uh, you could make one out of wood. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you could just buy him a full-size tractor and don't put any gas in it, and then it won't make any noise. You could lay on the horn until the battery runs out. Uh, mm-hmm. That won't last long. You could do that before you give it to him. Or or not give him a car. I, I Again, watching that movie Babies, the kids in Namibia, they just had like a plastic bottle. Yeah. And some rocks. I mean, you know. That they were I, fine. I think that they would be fine, yeah, yeah, if they didn't have all of that stuff. We already have too many toys that mm-hmm. have been given to us. Yeah, sorry about that. No, it's okay. Um, no, I, I'm not. They're all pretty cool, actually. Um, I, I bought Roy a toy store. <laughs> um, but it's already too many. Yeah, uh, you know. It's, we also have too many clothes already. You could just throw it all away. Including socks and mini skirts. Mini skirts, mm-hmm. baby mini skirts. How do you feel about that? I, I mean, we've had this conversation mm-hmm. before. I think it is absurd to put clothing on a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I hope that one day when I have a kid, I put my money where my mouth is, and I, and I walk the walk in addition to talking the talk. Sure. And well, just, I mean, don't we, put any fucking clothes on my baby because it's we were having that conversation. Ridiculous. And the thing is, is that a lot of the people who want to get you things, they want to get you clothes. And they also want to see those clothes on on your baby, which is fine, right, for you to say, uh, no, I don't want that. But there are occasions where it makes you an asshole that you don't want to accept any of these clothes from from your friends or visitors or family. I mean, I so I can imagine having a kid, Mm -hmm. but I cannot imagine creating a situation in which someone would give me a present for that kid other than maybe my mom people do anyway how do they get them to you how do they find you they come and see you because they want to see your new baby and they bring you a present that's how it happens that just wouldn't happen if i had a baby uh i think you'd be surprised I, I think you will be surprised by the amount of gifts that you're going to get from close friends and people who don't know you. I just don't think that that's true. Okay. I mean... I think it's I, true. Like, I've sort of managed I've to... I gave Jesse Thorne some, some baby clothes. I've, I've never met his baby. Okay. So are you saying that you're going to buy fucking baby clothes for me if I have a baby? No, I'm just going to give you the clothes that I've already printed on for Fuzzy Balls. Okay, but I'm just going to... I'm going to put them back in the pile, right? Or just burn burn them in front of you. I'm going to make, make you baby shoes. Roy, I told you. <laughs> and they're going to be pointed like a wizard's shoes, and you know you can't burn those because they have a curse on them. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, fair enough, Roy. Yeah. Well played. Well played, sir. Thank you. No, seriously, though, I have kind of managed to actually have this life almost free of the comforts of my fellow man, right? Like, I mean, every, so every year, 
like my mom will get me something for my birthday and if you have found something that you thought that i might like you get it for me for my birthday but it's not like Mm -hmm. uh, you know i got usually out of town for your birthday sure not this year it's great this year i have you i got married once and got no presents Mm -hmm. uh and that was cool and so i can't imagine i can't imagine I find the idea of a wedding registry totally abhorrent. I know that sure. most people don't, but but I do. I, I find the idea of like uh, any of the things that you do that are just like I'm doing this so that people will give me a bunch of presents. Mm-hmm. You know, the 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 bridal shower, the the whatever, right? And sure, wait, which a, are things that um, you know we've done some of those. But, you get a new dildo, but not a lot, and we don't register. Right? I mean, when we got married, we didn't register. Right, which people is why just gave us. You end up with nine copies of. You know, Toy Story Three. Uh, I love that movie. Though. Um, we only ended up with two things that were similar. Uh, okay, ice, uh, ice bucket, ice, two ices. <laughs> but everything else was different. It was, it was fine. I, I think people enjoy that more so because they have to think about it rather than just checking something off of a list. Yeah, but I just ignore my family, mm-hmm. and they kind of ignore me. Okay. That's sad. Well, you didn't invite anyone to your wedding or have a reception or a, or a party or anything. I know. If you'd have had a party, you would have had presents. Mm, okay. Well, it's a good thing I didn't then. It's okay. a good thing I don't like any of my friends yeah, or it family. Is. It is great. I like all of my friends and family. Mm-hmm. And they also like to, you know, show you uh, monetarily how much they like you. They, uh, I mean, I, I typically get like a $25 check from my grandpa. Uh, mm-hmm. on my birthday and on Christmas and then I eventually find it uh, and it's been like a year since I since you I got it and then it? I, I don't want to because I don't want to you know I don't want to screw his bookkeeping up unless it's been screwed up for a whole year it has been screwed up for a whole year because I didn't cash the check yet mm-hmm. so then I just I sort of ashamedly throw it away that's what usually happens oh you should just frame them oh uh, yeah or to- put them in some kind of check book <laughs> okay like a scrapbook but for checks yeah and call it a checkbook uh-huh good plan check album i i don't know man i think that my family appreciates me basically not participating in anyone's life mm-hmm. that's what i think okay i think they look around at all my cousins that are just having fucking kid after kid after kid and they think god damn i'm sick of buying shit for babies uh-huh sure glad zach isn't making us do that yeah, yeah, you, you're you know, real relief. You know what my family is thinking right now? They're thinking, does Zach have any kids? I don't even fucking know whether Zach has any kids. Nobody ever tells me anything. Mm-hmm. I yeah. guess my mom does that. Do you have any kids? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> ah, boy. I hope not, buddy. Mm-hmm. That'd be rough. That'd be rough. To find if, out that you to had find a kid? Out that I had, no, I'm, well, I'm saying to find out I had like a dozen kids. Oh, a dozen? Yeah. Okay. And now they're all various ages and genders and races. Mm-hmm. And they'll their mothers will all come in at the same time and be like, look. They'll have different fathers. Time for you Time for you to name all these kids. And so on the one hand. Because they haven't been named? On the one hand, I would finally be able to realize my dream of having 12 children and naming them all electricity. That's true. Uh, and with the middle names. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and twelve. Okay. Or A, B, C. I, I would have D, changed the last one. E, F, G, H, I, J. Uh huh. K, L. Um, I lost count. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wouldn't that be great? 
Uh, which part? <laughs> the electricity. All of it. Yeah, all of it. Electricity, mm-hmm. A. Johnson. I thought you only wanted twins named electricity. No, twins would be uh, bleach and ammonia. Oh. And I would be I would keep them apart mm-hmm. all the time. Okay. And if people asked why, I would just explain to them. They're bleach and ammonia. Mm-hmm. They're but I didn't want to fill our house yeah. with murderful chlorine yeah. gas. Mm-hmm. You know what my house got filled with today? What? Uh, water. Farts? Oh. Farts? It's just my first guess. You just thought that's your, guess. your go-to. You th- uh-huh. what, what's Zach going to talk about? You're in a Probably room. Probably farts. Yeah, we also talk about farts a lot. I don't think we actually talk about farts that much. Right? Mm, no, I think there's evidence. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so you're suggesting that whoever smelt it dealt it. Uh, yeah, the, the bunch of water started pouring out of my goddamn ceiling downstairs again because the one of the, the drain pipes for one of the showers upstairs. Just, just live downstairs. Just a big crack opened up. But the downstairs of my house kind of sucks. Mm. It's full of scorpions. Yeah, it's leaky ceilings. It's full of scorpions and there's nowhere to sleep and it rains indoors. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess you could sleep on the couch if you yeah. wanted to sleep with a bunch of spiders. Are there spiders in the couch? I don't know, man. Kevin was sitting on the couch once and looked down and on his shoulder there was just a really, really big spider. Huh. Like, it wasn't a brown recluse, was it? I don't... Uh, you know, it might have been. So those guys don't usually like to go out. Yeah, they don't just come out and hang out on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. I think it was a wolf spider. It was like about that size and mm-hmm. it was hairy and it was, I don't know, an inch and a half uh, in leg span when it was standing comfortably. Oh, okay. It's a big fucking spider. Yeah. There's a bigger spider than I want on me. Mm-hmm. I don't really want any spiders on me. We have lots of spiders in our house. Oh, yeah? I don't, I don't really do anything to them. Well, they, you know, they're doing the Lord's work. Mm-hmm. Uh, presuming the Lord wants all those flies dead. Yeah, I want those flies dead. I mean, the spiders will kill the mosquitoes and prevent your baby from getting malaria. Yeah, that's, that's great. Uh, you know what else will uh, prevent your uh, baby from getting malaria? What? Uh, sickle cell anemia as a recessive trait. Really? Yeah. You huh. should have considered that. Maybe you can get it added later. Maybe. T- take some kind of su- supplement. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. I think there's like a breakfast cereal uh-huh. uh, that will give sickle you... Sickle cells? The, yeah, sickle-os. It <laughs> will, uh, will give you sickle cell anemia. Like those juggalos that teach you how to... How to love? <laughs> yes. Um, as, woo, woo. <laughs> you know, speaking of babies... What's that magic, magic ninja... Play a play. What is it? What the fuck? What's the phrase? It's like magic ninja, and then the, uh, the same word repeated twice. Just fuck. And from the Juggalo movie? It's not from the Juggalo movie. It's just another sort of aspect of. Oh, everything I know from Juggalos came from that movie. So I don't actually know anything else. Shit. I, Sorry. I thought I thought I had it memorized uh, to say it. <laughs> To, to say, say it to, whenever it was necessary. Yeah. Huh. But now I'm never going to be. Because that's a way to. So it, this is the thing. If a juggalo is ever like about to charge you, like mm-hmm. if you if you are afraid that the juggalo is about to strike, you just say this phrase and they are forced to do the countersign and then it calms them down. It makes them feel like you are one of them. I know what it is. It's ba ram you to your own self be true. That's uh, what you say. Cool. Mm-hmm. Is that something from uh uh, is that something from a Buckaroo Banzai? No, it's from Babe. Pig in the City? No, Babe. The first Babe? First I haven't seen babe. either of them. Are they any good? They're amazing. Are you serious? Yeah. I have them both on DVD. Huh. Babe and Babe Pig in the City are great. 
I'm not I'm not joking about this. They really they truly are. Any listeners who haven't seen Babe or Babe Pig in the City, you should see it. And if you didn't like it, fuck off. Yeah, we don't want you listening to our show anymore. <laughs> I don't really feel that way. Says Roy. <clears throat> Let's see. Do we have any old business to take care of? Oh, sure. Oh, wait. Do we do we do old business before or after the I don't even remember how this fucking show works. Uh, no, we first do the cocktail. Oh, really? Yeah. But now you've said it. Roy, we've got a lot of old business to take care of, and we've got a lot of new questions from people, and we've got some postcards to read. Uh, but before we do those things, Roy, let's have a cocktail. Okay. This week's cocktail comes to us from a postcard, which is really awesome. It is a lenticular postcard of a girl winking. Holding a drink. And holding a drink. And she might be pretty... It's kind of hard to tell because of the creepy lenticular, because so, she's sort of like you can always see her teeth through her mouth, uh, her through her lips. Uh, she might also be naked. Oh, speaking of which, I forgot to tell you that I went to the dentist. Oh, and that's because okay. nothing interesting happened while I was at the dentist. Hmm. I had my teeth cleaned. Yeah, I always feel great after that. Uh, yeah, they're all sharp. Mm-hmm. So are mine because I grind them during the day. You grind them during the day. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I've been finding myself waking up in a cold sweat, uh, which is not a thing that used to happen to me. Okay. It's gross. Oh, what's causing it? Uh, I the think, dentist? N- no. I think Tell it's the just, dentist to go home. D- okay, right. Stop pouring cold sweat on me. Stop, A, collecting cold sweat from your patients, because that's fucking gross. Uh-huh. And, and then B, pouring it on stop me. coming to my house and pouring it into my bed while I sleep, because that's gross me. and creepy. Yeah, and it, you should at least get one of those like cold sweat misters, pesticide sprayers, where you've got the little tank that you pump. Uh, that says DDT on it. Uh, one time when I went to a fish show, uh, we ran into <laughs> a, we ran into a guy uh, from our hometown uh, who worked at the bar. Still works at the bar at our hometown. I went there like a few months ago, and that guy was still there. Still what, working. Steve? There. I don't know. The guy who works at Lizard's Lounge. No, not that. Not oh, the guy okay. that we knew. Uh, this is a guy that we never knew. I think he was older than us. But he was okay. at this fish show, and he was carrying around a portable mister. And he would just pump this thing and then spray people with mist to cool them off in the hot parking lot oh, of the fish very, show. Oh, that's very thoughtful. And then I think that lot, the water probably had LSD in it. Okay. I don't know. Something happened that made don't drink the, the next brown mist. six hours super fucking boring. Um, okay. So I'm assuming I don't that, think that's how LSD works. I'm assuming that somebody drugged me with something that prevented me from enjoying uh, the company of my fellow man. <laughs> is is a fish show boring? I found it very boring. Yeah. Okay. I my because you weren't on mushrooms uh yeah i mean i was stoned uh but that was it i went and took a nap just made it longer yeah i went and took a nap in the middle of the show i I sort of went back outside of the crowd it had been really hot all day and it was nighttime and i went back to where there was some nice soft grass and i just laid down and slept for a Mm. little while during the show and it was great and then i woke up and i looked around and there were some girls uh i guess dancing is probably what they thought. Uh, turning they in were circles. Turning in circles, yeah. yeah. Turning in circles wearing a skirt. Uh-huh. And that was pretty cool. And I was like, this would be awesome if they also weren't wearing like four pairs of pants under the skirt and if they had ever bathed. <laughs> uh, those things would those things would have contributed to this being a better, better place to be right now. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we got this postcard, this lenticular postcard. Mm-hmm. It's freaking me out. Uh, but it's got a... So, it seems to have had a recipe written on it 
and then the whole thing covered up with a white label and another recipe. Yeah. Now I soaked this postcard so that you could read what was underneath it, and it was just the exact same recipe. But I guess whoever wrote this decided I want to include this little graphic of these tomatoes as vampires. Uh, Something on here says grapefruit. I guess you could use grapefruit grapefruit juice yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of hidden stuff going on in this postcard uh, you know what this postcard doesn't uh, contain is the name of the person who sent it to us no or it doesn't, from where doesn't look like uh evan's handwriting no. maybe it was evan i don't know anyway uh, this uh this uh cocktail is el vampiro uh, and you, you put one ounce of tequila, one ounce of orange juice, one ounce of pomegranate juice, uh, the juice of a lime, half a tablespoon of chili powder, and then you pour that into a uh, chili salt rimmed rocks glass over ice and then fill it up the rest of the way with squirt. And Roy, this is a fucking delicious and refreshing cocktail. It is very delicious. Thank I you agree. to whoever sent this in. This is a thing that I would totally drink, although I have a feeling that I won't actually because it involves too many, a lot ingredients, of too many ingredients that I don't have. I think what you could do is for a party, you make a large jug of it. Okay. Right. And then I guess you'd make a jug of everything except the squirt and you'd, you'd... sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's not very strong. I mean, it's, you know, it's like a shot of tequila in a big, I mean, big we did tumbler. them, in, we did them in big tumblers. Yeah. Sure. Because, uh, yeah. No. Yeah, it's delicious. It's really good. And I think it is really important that you put chili on the rim of the glass. Like it adds yeah, it's a good contrast extra, to the, extra to the sweetness. Um, the other one, it, this we, we actually got uh, the Dos Vampiras recipe. Uh, the other recipe involves uh, replacing the pomegranate juice with tomato juice, which we did not try. Mm-hmm. But we will. You know, maybe next week. Maybe. We got all this stuff. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to clear my throat. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of. It, so you're gonna say something really important? Drainage. Got a lot of. Yeah, I was gonna say something about my post nasal drip. Do you have that from going going to the dentist? No. Oh, okay. No, I just have it all the time because oh. my face is all fucked up. Mm. You were gonna say something about that, weren't you? I wasn't. Old business. Uh, for Roy specifically, but Zach might be interested in this regarding something Roy said in your most recent podcast. Dr. Drew once said on Loveline that he has heard psychologists say that parents shouldn't disclose their teen faux pas because it enables their kids to go down their parents' rockiest paths. For example, mom did this heroin thing and survived, so I couldn't get that hurt by following in her footsteps, even though the mom is all chewed up looking and has an abusive boyfriend. Teens don't think logically and just want some structure to live within, even though it might not be a sound one. I plan to follow this advice with my son, but I realize I can't cite my sources beyond Dr. Drew said somebody else said, so feel free to research it more. But it sounds logical, even though it might involve intentionally lying to your kids. Also, to further undermine my point, it's really fun to listen to Dan Savage punch holes in Dr. Drew's advice. Yeah, Dr. Drew's advice was often very terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, he tended to conclude that everyone was addicted to everything all the time and everyone immediately needed to go to rehab, even if they had never done any drugs. Really? Yeah, he just was a little he was a little crazy. He had a little bit of a hair trigger for deciding somebody was an alcoholic. Hmm. Uh, like, the, you know. Like a, a lot of our friends who've decided that they're alcoholics. No, there's that school of thought that suggests that if your dad was an alcoholic, you are an alcoholic, whether you drink or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he yeah, would I don't often. Know if I believe that. He would often refer people to go to Alcoholics Anonymous meetings, even if they didn't drink. Have you ever been to an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting? I haven't. I feel like I've seen enough of them on movies that I have some idea of what they're like. Sure. And I've read a lot of I've read a lot of actual anecdotes about them, and then I've read a lot of fictionalized anecdotes about them that were clearly based on the author's experience with real ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have. I've I've been to them. Have you? Mm-hmm. Were you trying to quit drinking? 
No, no. Uh, I was, you know, spending time with someone who uh, went to those meetings. Mm. And, you know, it, it clearly does help a lot of people. Um, I don't know that it would be the method that I would necessarily use, but maybe I would. Yeah. But yeah, if my, I, I don't, don't know. know. I mean, I'm, I'm not in that situation, so I can't really say. I can't say that I have a lot of respect for the thing, but it does work for people. Hmm. Then know? then why can't you respect that if it does work? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that like becoming a rapist works for a lot of people, but I don't have to respect it. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I love that comparison. Mm-hmm. Secondarily, I haven't been working on the... Uh, well, actually, let's talk about this. <clears throat> My contention, uh, uh, as far as what this guy says, is it would be okay for you to tell your kid about stuff that you've done because if your kid said, oh, you know, I feel like I could do some drugs and still probably turn out okay if I also do everything else the way that my dad did, Mm -hmm. they would probably be right. Probably. Right? I mean, Um, if you are, like... If you are all fucked up and your life is all fucked up, then yeah, maybe you shouldn't teach your kid how to do that. But like, if you turn out okay, what's the harm in being honest with your kid about the the path that got you there? I think there's really um, a time and a place, right? I I don't think that um, children should necessarily grow up with stories about how awesome drugs were for you when you were younger. But the situation may arise where you do share you know, a story of your past. What do you do? What do you do if they ask? Like I, I asked my dad if I had, a, I asked my dad when I was maybe 14, I asked my dad if he had ever done any drugs and he was mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, I went to college in 1968 and I like everyone that I knew smoked marijuana. Yeah. You know what? I, I don't think that I could uh, make up a story or a lie. Yeah. It's pretty rough. I, I think if I really didn't want to <clears throat> go ahead, if I really didn't want to uh, say anything about it, then I would say I'm not going to answer that. I plead the fifth. You're going to plead the fifth with your kid. Uh, I'm going to, here, drink this fifth of tequila uh-huh. and forget that you asked that question. <clears throat> Man. Secondarily, I haven't been working on the Greek cat sleepy nooks because I'm building an elaborate shed. Yes, elaborate. But I talked to a guy at our Museum of Nature and Science who builds molds of natural things, and he says he uses silicone from the hardware store in tubes and mesh or fabric built up in many layers over a long period of time and he says the molds are a bitch to make but they last a long time and he uses cooking oil as a release agent so i might try this method all the love kurt from denver yeah this is the guy who was making the sleeping temple for his yeah. cat uh mm-hmm. i want to see what this shed looks like once <clears throat> once you're done making this elaborate shed is also, it a shed for his kid to live in maybe oh maybe yeah i would also suggest that you look at instructables they have some uh, great methods for using uh, silicone that you can buy in store and then you mix uh, a few other items in it so that it doesn't take as long. Uh, I would like to uh, cancel out Roy's recommendation that anybody look at Instructables about anything. Instructables is really useful. Mm-hmm. You just have to find the right thing. You can tell from reading the instructions on whether it's useful or not. No, you can't. Yes, uh, you, you don't can. <clears throat> look, why would you go there if you were trying to learn about something that you already knew about? Because you want the ingredients to be precise. One time I went there for a cocktail recipe. I was trying to come up with a new cocktail for uh, for an episode of Advice Hot Dog. And I went there and it was like, step one, fill a glass with rubber cement. And, 
And I did it. And look how that turned out. It was delicious. <laughs> yeah, but my it totally throat, lights on fire. My throat is all fucked up and I can barely talk. And I keep trying to cough up this rubber cement. Mm-hmm. Ugh, instructables, man. We <laughs> Although my favorite thing about Instructables is that we went to their office once. Because Instructables was founded by a friend of Kevin's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, at their office, there was a drawer. Uh, there was this big thing full of rubber stamps. Uh, and it, there was a drawer, and it contained two stamps. One of them said NSFW, and one of them said penis. <laughs> is that, that how they canceled checks? It's a pretty good drawer. Uh Tim says, you spoke so much about horses when answering my question about where to move to. I think I should go to Rohan or Equestria. Yeah. Send us a postcard. Where's Equestria? That sounds like a made up place where the horses are from. Yeah. You should go to the New World. Isn't that where horses came from? Did the Spaniards no, bring no, no. horses the to Spaniards the New World? Spaniards horses. So there weren't wild horses weren't. here to begin with. Where did horses come from? Uh, Asia, like I think. Probably Asia? Yeah. Okay. Because there were like zebras and shit in Africa. Sure. What about, are there any zebras in Brazil, or is zebras? it just a coincidence that they both have BRA in them? I, it might be a coincidence. Okay. <clears throat> Roy, do not get the med bracelet tattoo. I'm an EMT. We're taught to check for jewelry. Feel the wrists and neck and move on. RP fries. I think that I should um, get some of those subdermal implants then to mimic jewelry and then just have the tattoo on top of that. So that my wrist always feels like there's a bracelet on it, but there isn't one. Okay. What you should do is you should get a thing implanted in your in your chest, maybe, that whenever you lose consciousness, it's got a detector for when mm-hmm. you pass out or go to sleep or whatever, and it just starts blaring. I'm allergic to penicillin. I'm allergic to penicillin. I'm allergic to penicillin. You can use this recording from this show Thank you. to say that. That'll uh, save my life someday. Yeah. I mean, it might make it tricky for, like, your wife to go to sleep. Or me next to, you. to go to sleep. No, you'll be fine. Uh-huh. It, only, it only plays when you are asleep. If, if it wakes you up, it'll stop playing and you won't know what was going on. <clears throat> it'll be like that story that Salvador Dali uh, only slept in shifts by holding a fork. And whenever he would drop the fork, um, yeah. you know, it would wake him up. I, so my understanding of, of that is not that it was... Like, there's all these rumors about it's people adopting polyphasic uh, sleep schedules. Yeah, yeah I don't think a, that's true. No, it's not. I mean, that's just crazy, and it doesn't fucking work for anybody. There's no... Mm-hmm. Like, there are a bunch of people... It's it's like polyamory. There's a bunch of people who will tell you, oh, no, it's great. I totally do it. And then it turns out they've been doing it for, like, a week. And then, like, a month mm-hmm. later, you talk they to them crazy. and like, no, I've, I left that crazy bitch because she was fucking 50 dudes all the time. Uh-huh. Or, yeah, I went nuts and killed myself from not sleeping for a week, except in like 20 minute increments. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm a ghost right now. Did you, you know, know this? And everybody who says, you know, they're like, oh, well, Benjamin Franklin only slept in 20 minute intervals. That's and fucking bullshit. no, he didn't. <laughs> like one of the things that he is the most famous for saying is you should go to bed early and get up early. Now, like. Early to bed, rise 20 minutes later, and do that every few hours. You'll go fucking crazy and invent lots of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Edison. You will hallucinate, though, if you really want that. So something that I have found that I've never been able to do on purpose, but that is is definitely true. If I am trying to work on something and I get tired in the middle of the day and get to the point where I would benefit from a nap, getting just to the point where I fall asleep and then snapping back awake is 
just tremendously reinvigorating. I take about and, 15 minute naps. And I think that's like, that is, I think that is actually a trick that Salvador Dali wrote about, which is to fall asleep in a chair holding something that will make a noise when you drop it so that as soon as you fall asleep, you will wake back up so you don't get groggy from mm-hmm. too long of a nap. And then it just makes you feel like you've get a, you know, you got a fresh start. During the day when I nap, um, I'll nap thinking about the thing that I'm going to do next. Yeah. And that seems to help. You know, so I don't sleep for very long, and then I wake up knowing what I have to do next. Yep. You solve a lot of problems in your sleep. It, it does actually help. It makes me wonder what sort of uh, horrible experience you actually have when you're asleep. What do you mean, horrible experience? I think we have horrible experiences when we're asleep, where we're just toiling and struggling with problems, but we don't have the benefit of our rational mind to actually put any constraints on what we're doing. Sure, I, so I do sometimes wake up from crazy that. Crazy torture. And you know sometimes that it's happening. What if that's just happening every single night and we just don't remember it when we wake up? Because we know, man, if I remembered this when I woke up, I would fucking kill myself instead huh. of going back to sleep because this is like being in hell. I would have to say that maybe your brain is supposed to do that. I don't think that that's actually supposed to torture. I don't you. think that's actually what happens. What I like to think is that every time we go to sleep, we go on magical adventures where we are like exploring uh, dungeons, mm. killing skeletons with a sword, and getting sweet magical. It's like treasures. reading a book. And every once in a while, you'll find the wizard's uh, spell book, and inside the wizard's spell book will be like a diagram for how you're supposed to solve some problem in the real world. Huh. And then you wake up and you're like, man, I know this shit. I got this shit figured out. And you think you figured it out, but you didn't. You found it in a wizard spell book. Mm. So it's the wizard who's the responsible. The top of a tall, tall tower. Guarded by skeletons. The what? The what tower? Tall, tall tower. The tall, tall tower. Yeah. Ah. Uh, sorry, uh, uh, we didn't actually get to print out the question, so I keep having to like wake my phone back up. And now it's time for a section we like to call Topics. Today's mm-hmm. topic, there's a little back, a little black spot on the sun today. Uh, I think there was a little black spot on the sun yesterday, day before yesterday? Day before yesterday. Day before yesterday. I didn't actually see it live. Uh, I just watched the. I just watched a webcam of some NASA people getting seemingly progressively drunker as they were really? live casting it. Or maybe just getting goofier. It's sort of hard to tell with nerds. Huh. Whether they're drunk or just... Yeah, I mean, they might have just been on slur- slurring their speech because of science. Now, um, I I missed the uh, what was it called the the transit of Venus the transit of Venus, and it's one of those things where, like all of the celestial events that have existed in my life, except for that one um, eclipse where I got lice from laying in the cornfield, um, I've pretty much missed. And there's a lot in me that tells me that you know, like you shouldn't miss this stuff. It's really important, and it's not going to happen again for over a century. And then I feel really let down by myself by by not making more of an effort to to go see it. The thing that happens when you actually do see it, though, is you're like, huh, okay," And then you get back to whatever you were doing because it's not really that big of a deal. Really? I mean, it's really important for science. I mean, there's all but there's all sorts of things. There are all sorts of ways in which shit lines up with other shit infrequently. Uh, that happens all the time and you know you're not paying attention to it because it doesn't happen to be something that is actually observable from the earth Mm -hmm. or whatever sure but this is right uh people know about this i mean the transit of venus was important back in the day because it provided a bunch of data about 
how far you know, how away, far we away things from, were from and how big and things so were and that kind of stuff. But, it, you mm-hmm. know, but at this point, it's like, yeah, OK. I mean, we could have modeled it really precisely and pretended that it was happening some other time. Mm, I, I feel like there was uh, some more stuff from it. it that isn't even the Somebody could have figured the, out a way to get in a hot air balloon and just float across the sky so that from where you were standing... It you, seemed like the... Yeah. And if they got uh, one of those uh, hot air balloons that was shaped like ALF, mm-hmm. uh, it'd be like, oh, we watched the transit of ALF. Right. That's uh, it's a rare occurrence mm-hmm. since ALF went off the air. There aren't really a lot of people making ALF hot air balloons anymore. That's do you think true. there are any ALF hot air balloons? I that- do. I do. Really? Yeah. Is that a real thing? Uh, do you I, know? Do you have I first-hand don't know. knowledge? I, it's just my guess, though, because I, I've seen a Darth Vader head hot air balloon. There's got to be an ALF one. Wait, I don't know that I trust the assumption that because something has been made in the shape of Darth Vader that has also been made in the shape of ALF. ALF is way more popular than Darth Vader. Uh, I guess you're right. Yeah, Star Wars is like an extremely obscure Star film that almost niche. no people yeah. have ever seen. Whereas ALF is like Jackie yeah. Gleason. Yeah, bit. the Jackie Gleason of alien uh, pets. Hey, guys. Last year, my fiance and I broke up. While we are great friends, it looks like we won't get back together. I've recently hit my 30s, and it's clear I have to attempt to hit the dating scene again. This is tough. While I was going out with my partner, my interests were her and doing geeky things. Now I just have geeky things. All my friends are married, and long-term relationships are chronically single, so they're not much help in offering advice or potential lasses. While I think I'm a much better person than I was when I was previously single and more sociable now, I'm still anxious about trying to find love again. Any advice? Anxious in Australia. Oh, man. Uh, I have a really great friend who is also looking for a partner. She's tall and really into geeky things. Um, where, where does he say he lives? Australia. Oh, sorry. Rats. <laughs> uh, are you just being mean? Are you no, I really do, about a person? do have a, a friend that, that is looking for someone. <clears throat> um, I don't know, man. I, uh, as a serial monogamist... I sort of found that it just gets easier and easier to meet people the older I get. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, it's weird. Uh, join a softball league. A softball league? Yeah. You need Doesn't to figure your out work a, have one? Uh, this guy's work? I don't know if they have softball in Australia. I think they I think do. They join it, a cricket They call uh, it league. something else. Soft cricket. Bobby ball. <laughs> Bobby ball? <laughs> Barbie ball. Where they, you know, I don't so this think is they what call you do. it that. No, have you ever met... When you were like... When you were traveling around in Europe and stuff, did you ever meet fucking Australian backpackers? Yeah. They're fucking crazy. They're pretty All awesome. Of, they are. You want to hang out with them. You really do. And mm-hmm. you will. You'll just talk. Like, wh- when I was in... They also want to hang out with you. The only person The only person that I like... When I was in living in New York by myself there for a few months, the only person that I like met and actually had a good time talking to was an Australian backpacker that just happened to be going through New York and just randomly was in this bar that I was in just, was just one night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, like every once in a while there would be somebody that I'd talk to for 10 minutes, you know, maybe get drunk and go from one place to another with them. And then like the more that I talked to them, the more they just left. Uh, <laughs> I see. It's just tough to, you know, it's tough to get friendly with people there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Australian dude, I don't remember his name or anything about him or what he did, but just that this guy is pretty much the same as every other Australian backpacker I've ever met, mm-hmm. which is just like, you know what you could say, you know what? Let's go jump off a fucking bridge. And he would be like, yeah. And then he would have whatever equipment you needed to jump oh, off the bridge. And then it would be just totally go to safe. Australia yeah, and meet someone. Can't, this guy's in Australia already. Well, what's so, his problem? So he has then? to compete with. The, well, they're all guys. Oh, there aren't there aren't any Sheilas doing, yeah. doing this kind of thing. Uh, leave Australia. 
Okay, sure. You leave Australia, you go to the U.S. Chicks love Australian dudes. That's true. I cannot count the number of girlfriends that have left me for Australian dudes. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that actually ever happened, uh, but it might. Uh, not that I'm suggesting that you move here and steal my girlfriend, because mm-hmm. uh, that would be a real dick move. Yeah, it would be. Plus, you're probably too young for her. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, he's probably our age. That's probably true. <clears throat> um, uh, I would, you know, I would, if you try, if you go try and date girls that are like in their early twenties right now, mm-hmm. just fucking have porn playing and they don't even care. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're into that kind of thing, creep. I don't even know what you do. You go, you Craigslist. <laughs> you Craigslist. Yeah, you type a wanted girlfriend, missed connection, me, me, you, anybody. <laughs> do you think those misconnections work? Oh, every once in a while you hear a story about how one worked. Uh-huh. Every once in a while you hear a story about how somebody gets murdered. You also hear about how, um, you know, your horse gets stolen because of Craigslist. And hasn't that happened to you? No, it happened to someone else uh-huh. whose horse got stolen. Because of Craigslist. Someone listed on Craigslist, come to my house, take and all my stuff. One of those stuff was a horse. Not a stuffed horse, a real live horse. And this dude, you know, people showed up at his house and just took all his things. Because it said on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. That seems like a pretty That's cool thing shitty. to do to somebody. Yeah. Dear Advice Hot Dog, I have only very rarely gone to parties that don't consist entirely of my close friends or family. However, I'll soon be going to a convention, possibly alone, and will likely go to such a party there. Around people I don't know, I tend to clam up and only respond to questions with yes, no, or nervous laughter, eventually settling in somewhere with myself or with a friend. I have every reason to go believe, or I have every reason to believe these people will be nice, but I still get shaky thinking about trying to mingle with strangers. For reference, the party will be of the socializing, drinking, card and board gaming variety, as opposed to, say, a barn rave. How should I approach this scary social situation so that I don't revert to my usual isolationist policy? Uh, you should take some ecstasy and go to this thing. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, if you're going to something that isn't a barn rave, take the barn rave with you. Yeah. You get a bale of hay, a couple, a tabs, a couple tags of ecstasy, and a whistle. Yeah, also a, um, a pacifier. You need right. one of those. Uh, you, so it, to, to make the barn aspect pants. more authentic, uh, I'm going to give you this address where you can go get a horse. <laughs> take, take that with you. Ride it. Just ride it. Ride in on the horse and yell something. It doesn't matter what. Uh, say cookie cutters motherfucker uh-huh. when you ride on the horse yeah and everyone's then, gonna want to talk to you yeah everybody at the party will be like you're the guy who rode in on that horse and said cookie cutters motherfucker mm-hmm. and then you can say yes i am yeah what do you suppose that says about me as a person and then you let them see this is the trick to talking to strangers you let them figure out what they're gonna talk about you just you your job is just to be mysterious which means that uh, you only have to answer yes or no. Well, no, you answer every question with a question. If they oh, say, so what do you do I for see. a living? You say, what do I look like I do for a living? Mm-hmm. And if they say, I don't know, computers or some shit, you nerd, then you need to move on and talk to somebody else because that guy's like a jerk. Sure. And plus, you probably want to be talking to a girl uh, because if the ecstasy kicks in and you start touching them, mm-hmm. you're going to want it to be somebody that you like and would enjoy touching if you weren't on ecstasy. Sure. Because otherwise... Uh, although, if you're on when ecstasy, the pictures, you're going to enjoy well, it. Well, but when the pictures get posted to Facebook, you're going to be like, fuck. Uh, but that guy's skin was really soft. It was. How is he... How do you do that? That's, I don't know. It's amazing. Like, yeah. This carpet's really cool, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it turns out it's just like fucking filthy cat urine mm-hmm. clotted. Yeah. It's special. It's so beautiful. Shag. <laughs> 
Um, anyway, you have to can, make yourself talk to people. He can Sorry. Uh, also, later this year, I will be going to a convention where I will have the chance to meet the creator of one of my favorite games. How should I handle this meeting so that I don't walk away feeling like I came across as a gushing fanboy? Uh, don't come across as a gushing fanboy. I, here's, here's what I feel. I feel that... What are you going to tell this guy when you meet him? Well, I don't know. It depends on what he says. Okay. I'm, see, I'm not going to know when I meet this kid that this is who this kid is, right? Uh-huh. But here's here's my advice to about talking to anybody who is like the reason that you know this person is because you're a fan of something mm-hmm. that they made. If you don't have like a context to to talk to them, you know, other than just like introducing yourself and saying like, yeah, hey, you know, swear, then maybe like you don't you don't have to, right? Right. That's how I feel about stuff like that. But Although, we also miss a lot of opportunities because of that. Well, that's probably true. But I don't want to go up to somebody and just be like, oh, hey, I like the stuff that you're doing and not have anything else to talk to them about. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's one thing like so maybe maybe so if this guy plays a lot of board games, maybe the thing that he does when he goes to meet this game designer guy is, says, hey, man, I like your game. Have you played X board game? And then you're having mm-hmm. a conversation about board games. And then it's not like a weird fanboy thing. It's just two guys who like board games talking about board games. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just come up with some context to have an actual conversation. This was a thing that, like, Jonathan Colton said to all the people on, on the cruise. The, on the cruise. was like, hey, you know what? Like, we get real sick of people coming up and saying, like, hey, can I get a picture? So maybe walk up and, hey let's have a conversation about something like we're both just dudes you know sure and I, then the moment you want an autograph for a picture it kind of ruins ruins it unless you've been talking for five minutes and then you say hey all right i'm gonna i'm gonna leave sure uh, but can i get a picture and then it's like yes you can get a picture and not only mm-hmm. are you getting a picture you're getting a picture with somebody that you've been talking to for five minutes and you're happy and yeah, yeah. and like so you know uh here's a tip uh, Risk Legacy is a really great board game. <coughs> I hear. Sure. Uh, anybody, anybody who wanted to talk to me for a really long time about something could ask n- you about that. Needs only mention uh, the Binding of Isaac. Sure. Uh, and if they true. are at all knowledgeable about the Binding of Isaac, I will talk to them a lot about it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Hi, Zach and Roy. Background. I'm in my mid-20s, and I got my first job straight out of college designing commercial equipment close to my hometown in Alabama. I've been working there for two years in August. I'm lucky to have graduated, moved north, and stayed, or so competitive to work that we have lost touch. It doesn't help that during my last two years in college, I dated a girl in my major who openly rejected some friends and found his internship has stayed. What? No Slow down there, micro-machines, Question. Man. I feel like I'm at square one in my own hometown socially. I have my family and a great job where the work is extremely demanding, but I have perks and job security. I'm not too much of a bar guy. I'd rather meet people doing fun and interesting things instead of creepily hanging around a bar by myself trying to talk to people. Uh, you guys are always up to something. For example, the themed shopping cart race. Yeah. yeah that turned out so awesome. I recommend avoiding that shit. Uh, any suggestions on cool groups or event sites I can search on to meet other corporate lackeys in South Alabama that are secretly cool people off the clock? Or do you think there's a, this is a patch on a greater problem where the real answer is going back to school and trying to find a new job or career out of state or country? Do I need to start over, change directions, or hang tight and search hard for new friends? No. I uh, love bowling in Birmingham. Have you tried going bowling in Birmingham? Yeah. Join a bowling league. Uh, you could try getting real into a religion? Oh, sure, yeah. You can always meet meet people through religion. Um, You know, there are, like... I know that I will occasionally run into groups of people who did something uh, related to Mm meetup.com. Because meetup.com is a thing where you can 
just find, find a group you of find people a group of people something. that's doing a thing and none of them know each other so you go there and you know and I, like i've known people who've gone on those things and didn't really connect with anybody and it was just sort of weird but it mm-hmm. wasn't any weirder than i mean i think it was weird because party. you thought it was weird it wasn't like nobody else was like oh look at that weirdo mm-hmm. you know uh you also don't <clears throat> need to have friends that just do the same thing that you do yeah it's okay to hang out with people who you work with but aren't necessarily in your field so maybe here's what you could do you uh could start just breaking stuff at your house uh, kind of at random and then okay. you call a repairman to come repair it uh-huh. and if a repairman shows up and he seems cool you'd be like hey what are you doing after this do you want to go get drunk and maybe watch some porn with yeah. me Which and the first one that says no yes one turns down you, you know that's they're going to be your buddy mm-hmm. they are going to be um, your buddy you know, if you have a good job in a uh, home that you like, which is your hometown, don't leave that. You know, change the other things. Unless you want to leave, then just leave. Well, sure, unless you want to leave. Yeah. But it doesn't sound like he wants to leave. It sounds no, it like does. he's happy with, with what he's doing. Uh, go on. There was a PS on this. Was there? Oh, PS. Last year was my first Dragon Con, or any con for that matter. I bought a day pass with the intention just to meet Jick and crew, then head home. I was never able to locate any of you guys, but I was able to discover a subculture that I've been hidden from and really enjoyed being a part of. I had so much fun, I even met people and ended up staying all night. I'm a little upset you guys were so hard to find, yet very happy you were able to indirectly introduce me to an awesome party that is Dragon Con. I really hope to see you guys this year, and I defiantly plan on staying the entire time. I don't think that you tried very hard. Yeah, I mean, because you could have found me by looking in the in the published program guide uh-huh. and finding the times where I was going to be in a particular room sure. talking. Also, there uh, was a KOL sponsored party that you could have also gone to. Yeah. The, the, yeah, it seems like you really weren't trying very hard. If you had. But, but that isn't really the, the issue. Uh, what is the issue is that you met a bunch of people in some, uh, dragon con subculture thing. Yeah. Aren't any of them near your house? Yeah. I mean, maybe you could say, you? Hey, do you want to dress up like squirrels and fuck? Uh-huh. Uh, you know. you're assuming and that then, that's the subculture. And you then found? you don't even have to break shit at your house. That's true. To, to yeah. make a, to make a meaningful connection mm-hmm. with these people. You just have to get a couple squirrel suits. I mean, it's, I think it's one, it's easier. You don't need two. Well, no, I'm saying it's easier to get somebody to come to your house, dress up like squirrels and fuck. If you provide the other squirrel suit. Uh, yeah, plus, that's true. Plus then if like, like, Let's say that you approach a guy and you say, hey, you want to dress up like squirrels back at my house and fuck. And the guy says no. And then his buddy, who is like a real scrawny guy, says, I, I, I would like to come dress like squirrels and fuck. You could say, oh, sorry. Yeah, the suit won't fit you. Uh, oh, so you get you, you get a suit a, that a is sized man. for the ideal uh, target. Ah, yeah. Uh, the okay. ideal victim, let's say. Mm, of, participant. Of this ploy. Participant? Yeah. Okay. I don't, uh, th- I don't think a person who willingly comes to your house to have sex with you is a victim. You don't? No. Huh. I think I think objective reality defines uh, a victim in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, there are, I say there are people who voluntarily participate in some sex acts where realistically they are the victim of something. <laughs> yeah, you know, like... Of something, perhaps, but yeah, but not the act itself. That's what I'm saying. Okay. <clears throat> Auto 130727074 says, What is the key to a successful, long-lasting marriage? Mm. Boy, I am totally the right you, guy you, to ask about this. You find the proper robot. Roy, what do you, what do you get? You get a, some a bologna and a flashlight casing. Yes. 
And you, and you have to heat up the bologna. You replace the bologna at least once a month. Sure. That's the key. Yep. Um, I have found that in my marriage, the most important thing is to uh, make time uh, to talk to uh, my partner, which happens to be a lady named Corinne. About what? About anything. I mean, uh, any time that we come home from work. Like it literally doesn't matter what you say because it's kind of like talking to a cat. <laughs> Uh, I don't agree with that statement. <laughs> um, to make time to talk and share about what has happened in that day and to also go out on dates. What kind of dates have you been on lately? Just uh, pregnancy dates, right? Like you go to lay down in water <laughs> and watch a belly stick out of it. <laughs> sure. Like that's a good date. We did go swimming the other day. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go swimming with her tomorrow. That'll be that'll be a great date. I mean, we went to go see a movie and had dinner. That's very normal, mundane, but I think it is really important that you take time. Is uh, it safe to see a movie with a baby in there? I think so. You don't think the THX is going to turn the kid into some sort of cyborg? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, it is already baby. <clears throat> Fuck baby. <laughs> Four thousand, three thousand. Dick, dick baby, four thousand. Fuck baby, that's not even. That wasn't even on the coin. <laughs> it could have been dong baby. Hey, hey, these are your rules. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to disrespect them. Dick baby, three thousand. You know, don't apologize to me. Apologize to your own child whose name you can't remember. Well, it's a difficult name to remember. Also, how do you say that in Spanish? Uh, what? Pete, uh, Pito Bebe. Cuatro. Is it 4,000 or 3,000? Thousand. I thought it was 3,000. Yeah. It was a 4,000. What is it? Like, uh, Schwanzkinder, Fear Thousand. I know how to say it. Schwanzkind, yeah. Schwanzkind? Okay. Uh -huh. Tail, baby. Yeah, yeah. Schwanz. Cool. Yeah, that uh, actually sounds like a pretty schlang, awesome name. Schlange? Schlangekind? Schlange is, is a, a snake. snake. Yeah. yeah, but Schwanz is, is dick. Tail. Or tail. Right. So what I mean, that's why when people ask you, are you going to get any Schwanz tonight? You're how, like, yeah. how in German would you instruct somebody, hey, you see that zebra over there? Let's go tie its dick to its tail. Wow. Um, you... you uh, what? Well, you say one schwanz to the other schwanz. I, I don't. I don't really. Know. You know. Um, strangely enough, that's never come up. What did you guys do for fun? I don't know. Wow, it sounds really boring now. You just, you just laid in a <laughs> field and got it. covered with lice. Uh -huh. <laughs> was it? Just that one time. That yeah. was only fun. Well, once. there's only. I mean, there's only so many eclipses. That's true. You know, it's never any day. Any day of the week is the right day to staple a a zebra's dick to its tail was it a zebra i forget what kind of animal yeah you it was, said right? a zebra is i don't a zebra? i don't are there think you can in germany stays at zoos okay i mean just like or there are there ermines in germany ermines yeah i don't know if ermines have dicks though i forget how they reproduce uh, they I'm probably have dicks they have they're dicks. mammals aren't they do all mammals have dicks i don't know i don't know what about the platypus uh, platypus probably has something weird. It's just <laughs> some, some weird kind of sack. Did you know that platypuses have fucking venomous, like claws, right? Claws, yeah. yeah. But it's not even claws. It's like these weird, like heel spikes. Mm -hmm. Why are you so angry at them? Dicks are probably whenever something... plat platy 
their dicks are probably something super creepy you know Mm -hmm. like a like that duck corkscrew dick where a duck can't even fuck a lot of lady ducks because what if their vagina is corkscrewed in the opposite direction really i think so huh yeah i didn't know that if you try it's just i've never seen a picture of it it's like trying to twist your dick the wrong direction huh have you seen a picture of this no i do have a necklace uh that is a petrified duck dick (laughs) (laughs) like a prehistoric duck yeah uh, what was that thing? What, didn't Chris buy a bunch of those raccoon penis bones and was giving them to people for a while? Maybe. I never good. got one, though. Did you get one? No. Hmm. No, I just I just heard, this, I heard I, the tales. I, 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 heard I understand the they make you virile. Roy. Yes? That's all the questions we have time for. <laughs> That's great. Uh, what about announcements, ads, plugs, etc.? Uh, well, uh, we still have a Kickstarter project going on, uh, for this game called Word Realms, and it's a little bit more than halfway there. So, um, thank you to everyone who's checked it out. And if you haven't checked it out, why haven't you? Yeah, go do it. Just go mm-hmm. look at it. It's not going to kill you. Wordrealms.com and then click on the thing that says Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. That would be great. And think, um, why not? Why not, buddy? Yeah, you only live once. That helps us out. And thank you. Uh, I also want to plug my friends, uh, Daniel Davis, his, <clears throat> Roy, what's wrong with our, our throats? We're older. I think it was going to that music concert really. Uh, really yeah. We yelled, we messed hooted, us up we hooted and hollered at the latter day taints. Um, my, my friend Daniel Davis's uh, site called Steam Crow, and they do some, some pretty cool things. Uh, lots of monster related posters and images and creatures and books. So go to steamcrow.com and check that out. They were at Comic-Con uh, two weeks ago, and I forgot to say something about it. They're really great guys. Are they working on a sequel to The Crow? What, yeah, Steam Crow. Okay. The Steam Crow. <clears throat> Is one of Bruce Lee's you kids know, I, I don't himself? think he really wants to do it because uh, there's a curse on that, <clears throat> Is that from that franchise. Did they burn the wizard shoes? They did burn the That's what happened, Zach. Mm-hmm. That guy from that Explorer show who was trying to joke around about shooting himself in the head with blanks yeah. and then actually shot himself in the head with blanks also. Did you used to watch that show? Mm-hmm. I used to watch that show and my brothers had to break the news to me. I really, that, yeah, I remember, the my, guy shot I remember himself. my dad telling me that when I was a kid. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was weird. Uh, I it's, it's interesting that we both saw that show growing up because I think we're the only two people who ever saw it. Really? Yeah, that's not entirely true. But Maybe it's uh, on Hulu or something. I don't know. You might be able to get it on a DVD. Yeah, that's true. I'm sure you could get it on a BitTorrent. A DVD. Uh, Roy, if somebody wanted to send us a question, how would they do that? I think they would go to advicehotdog.com, and then there they would see links to Gmail, Twitter, Facebook, the KOL forums, or they can call us. We have a telephone number, which is 769-218-9225. I was going to post to our Twitter that number and just say, hey, call this and ask for advice, because I think a handful of people would if we did that. But I tried calling it to see what the greeting sounded like, and when I call it from my phone, it just takes me to this crazy menu, and I can't actually listen to the greeting. So I meant to grab my girlfriend's phone and call it, see what it sounded like. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I didn't do it, and so I didn't post it. Oh, that was a pretty cool story. That's great. Yeah. Roy, or you can you... Uh, send us a postcard to Advice Hot Dog, P.O. Box 41774, Mesa, Arizona, 85274. Roy, are you ready for a stinger? I think I am. All right. Danisan sends in the stinger, or Danny-san. Uh, 
I don't know. Fried chicken batter or fried fish batter? Mm. I'm just going to go fried chicken or fried fish uh, because I don't really know the difference between. I don't think a fried chicken is having batter. I thought fried chicken, you just sort of dust it with flour and cook it. Mm, it can have batter, right? The Colonel's Secret Recipe has The extra has, crispy. Has it's got batter. a secret blend of herbs and spices. Yeah. You know who I like is the Colonel. You know who I distrust? Uh, people from New Orleans. That's really? where the deep fried fish comes from. Oh. Van Camps. Vandy Camps. Why, why do you distrust people Mrs. from New Orleans? Mrs. Fields. No, that's cookies. Who makes the fish sticks? Gorton's. Popeye. Uh, Mrs. There's this Mrs. Something that makes fish sticks. You know what I used to do a lot as a kid? I used to sit and eat fish sticks that my mom had made for me while watching a show uh, that Rich Little hosted that I'm pretty sure was called That's Incredible. I love that show. I've tried finding that on the internet, and I haven't seen it on any BitTorrent or Hulu. Yeah. Or DVD. Who knows, man? We used to to watch that. It's uh, hard to, every I mean, week. it's anything with Rich Little, you can't really sell it on DVD because you have to license all of the likenesses of the people that he does those spot on impressions of. <laughs> Is Rich Little still alive? I don't know. If not, we've lost a national treasure. Yeah, uh, man, I, I really did love that show. I used to watch it every week with my friend. Was Je- it just Jethro. people doing tricks? Everything. It, Do you it think that that like show Ripley's is what inspired Jethro to make those big uh, famous murals in San Francisco? I don't know. I bet did, it was. did I tell you you recently did a huge mural for the Facebook headquarters yes. in San Francisco? Yeah. It's pretty good. Did he draw a bunch of dicks? No, he drew a bunch of flowers. Oh, fuck. Well, that's mm-hmm. like nature's dick. Sure, it is. So how do you feel about fried chicken and or fried fish? I like them both. Um, fried, fried fish often fish, seems like a good idea, but it's so It makes oily. you feel, yeah, I was about to say that. It makes me feel greasy. Like my face needs to be wiped off after eating fried fish. Yeah. Fried chicken, you can eat that infrequently, and it's okay. I I really like cold fried chicken. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I'll just go in and grab a piece of chicken out of the fridge and just eat it right over the trash can and then throw the bone in the trash can. I'll feel like, man, that's just saved a lot of time. Yeah. That was a meal, mm-hmm. and there was no silverware, no cleanup. Yeah. Wipe wipe your hand on your shirt. Your back pocket, really. I've been on this, uh, I've been on this chicken wings kick lately. Really? Yeah, the chicken wings at Monsterland are good. Oh. I've been going there just to get I, chicken I, wings. I need to go there with delicious. you. Delicious. Yeah, you do. Um, okay. crow. You can get some steamed crow. <laughs> steamed crow wings? Yeah. Uh, so I'm saying fried uh, chicken batter, even though that's not a thing. Sure. Preparation. Chicken. Preparation H. What you do is you take some chicken, you cover it with preparation H, you dust that with flour, and then you deep fry it, eat it, stick the bones up your ass. Mm-hmm. Everything's Go great. Go right through you. Yeah. All right. I've been Zach. I've been Roy. And this has been Advice Hot Dog. <laughs>